0: Elohim. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by our youth pastor, Pastor Wes. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to glad to be starting this new series. Yeah. Um, yeah, as we get into the summer, yeah. um, if you regularly attend youth, um, you might want to keep an eye on your emails and the calendar because youth is sort of, um, I mean, the weekly meetings are sort of yeah. coming to a close and you've got all kinds of wild special events yeah. for the kids through the summer, which look like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, we're doing a lot of different summer events uh, compared to last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll still be doing like a senior high camp out and that we're just trying to put the details together for that. Um, but we're going to kick off summer of going to Splash Town on Nickel Beach. Yes. Um, so you can, you'll get an email about that soon and, um, or maybe you already have, who knows. Um, and yeah, so it's going to be a really fun exciting summer, I think. And it's going to be yeah. just
0: really good. Great time of focusing on uh, connection with yeah, others absolutely. and community and yeah, really yeah. good. Awesome. Yeah. So we're starting a new little series before we wrap up the year
1: yeah so we're starting a series on the names of God okay going through you know what are some of the names of God that we see the Hebrew people use or other people in scripture use of God and what does that really mean for us today what impact does that really have for us today Mm
0: -hmm. why do they have different names for God
1: so uh, they had different names for God for different kind of like situations or different relations that people Mm -hmm. um, just sort of some insight like we're gonna next week we're going to be going over uh, the name of God called El Roy, which mm-hmm. is the God who sees. Yep. We get that name from um, Hagar. Yes. In Genesis. So that's that's where we get that name from. Mm-hmm. Or Elohim is actually seen all throughout the Old Testament okay. in the Hebrew language, which is what we're going to go over today. And we're also okay. going to be going over another one, but you could look at other ones like Jariah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the provider, t- right? The
1: provider. Yeah. Abraham and Isaac on the mm-hmm. mountain. And all of a sudden they have that lamb. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Provider and these names come up because there's different characteristics that they see of God There's different things that the Hebrew people experience of God and they're like that's interesting And They kind of label him with that.
0: So they're trying to describe him. They're trying to describe him yeah.
1: So I think a name all these yeah. names of God and everything are just ways the Hebrew people were able to relate to God and be like mm-hmm. That's how it is or that's how it is um, But Elohim is a really interesting one. So have you ever heard Elohim be used before in church?
0: I have um, And I'm trying to remember what that one means
1: So Elohim is kind of like the supreme one, or Ah, like the one above all. Yeah. So what's interesting about Elohim is it's not necessarily a name but a category title. Oh, okay. So you have to think you have to think in ancient times for the Hebrew people, where they were living, like where they were living is kind of like the dead smack center of a lot of different religions and a lot of different faiths that were happening. Mm -hmm. You could look at the Egyptians who Mm -hmm. had
0: Many gods. Many gods. Yeah.
1: You look at the Babylonians who had many gods. You look at the Assyrians, the Hittites. Mm-hmm. We we see in scripture a lot um, when they talk about Baal, mm-hmm. um, yeah. or just different gods all around. And when in the New Testament comes in, you have the Greeks and the Romans with all their gods, and well, the Romans don't really have gods; they just kind of take everyone's gods. But we're not going to dive into <laughs> history that much. Um, they don't like really talk about it. But yeah. So for the Hebrew people, they're seeing all these interactions of all these people and different gods. Yeah. All these different people, but they're like, but our God. Is greater. Well, mm-hmm. how, how do we actually say that? How do we actually do that? And they come up with this term called Elohim.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they actually use it God is the Elohim of Elohim. So Elohim oh. is a category title for spiritual beings.
0: Okay. That makes me think of King of Kings.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what Elohim really does is it's saying all spiritual beings, all of this. Fit into this category, mm-hmm. but our God is the Elohim of Elohim. He is mm. the great. He's the supreme one. And so, how we can kind of describe it is kind of like well, picture our world. If we picture our world, you know, Earth, everything. When we picture the heavenly realm. Mm-hmm. They're not separate. They overlap. Okay. So we have this this world of spiritual beings and this world of human beings and all all these things. And the thing is, all these spiritual beings, we hear this angels, cherubim, the seraphim, like all these different things Mm -hmm. god is the elohim of all of that he's the supreme one of all of that so for for the hebrew people when when they spoke about elohim and in greek it's theos that's that's the greek translation for it for elohim yeah okay so when they talk it's like it's like if a bunch of kids got together and said, hey It's mom's birthday. Mm -hmm. Mom is kind of like, and there's a bunch of moms, but they know which mom they're speaking of. Yeah. It's like that for the Hebrew people. Ah, I see. They know who they are speaking of because they know their God is the supreme one. Yeah. And so we asked the youth, you know, what difference does it make in your life to know this name of God? And one of them said, well, it doesn't really make a difference. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, let's turn back the clock. So you have to think for the Hebrew people, they had, they had wars going on all around them. They had people saying, My God's better than your God. You had all this going on all at the same time. And you you can look in scripture all through Genesis, Exodus. So you can look through say first and 2nd Chronicles, you can look through first and second Kings, all this. You see the Hebrew people mess up a lot. You see the Hebrew people mess up a lot and kind of drift away from God and then come back and drift away. It's yeah. a constant cycle. <clears throat> so they have all these interactions with these these gods, maybe with a lowercase god. Yep. But they know that their God is the God above all. When they really realize that, it's really important. And so...
0: So they're, you're saying they're, like, experimenting with other... Like, they did. Like, you yeah.
1: can look at um, Moses coming mm-hmm. down from the mountain. Yeah. And they're worshiping a cow. They're yeah, worshiping like, a golden what are calf. Doing? Yeah. Right? And or their interactions with Baal or their interactions with sacrifice and other gods. or all Israel people do this a lot. Yeah. It's not a great situation. But they have this really unique relationship with God. That's what's the key is this relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So they keep saying that God is the Elohim of Elohim. That God is the great one. That God is the supreme one where it doesn't matter what's going on. Cause you have to think when Hebrew people went into war with say like another tribe or another place or something, both of them would be like, my God's going to, you know, my God's on our side. Yeah. Like that was huge. And that's huge. Yeah. But the Hebrew people had confidence, especially when they were in a good standing relationship with God, they were like, well, we have the Elohim of Elohim. It doesn't matter what you got. Yeah.
0: Our God's bigger than your our God. God is
1: way bigger than your God. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, you see the fruits of that. Mm-hmm. The Hebrew people won and won and won. Look at the, how they expelled the Canaanites out of Israel. Yeah. So you're seeing the Hebrew people interact with God, being the Elohim of Elohim. In that time period, it, it had a significance important because there's so many other spiritual things happening. There's so many things that they're seeing from other cultures. All of this, so the Hebrew people, you know. Israel is not a big country. Mm-mm. So you have Assyria, the Hittites, the Babylonians, the Egyptians, all around them, all of their own different faiths, all pushing on Israel. Mm-hmm. That we see constantly in scripture, a lot of pushing, a lot of wanting to take land, all of this. To say and stand and say, no, our God is better than all of your gods. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter because the Egyptians had many gods. Yes, like the God of everything. The they had God, God of they sun,
0: moon, Sun, wind. moon,
1: wind, sight. Everything. So you have all of this. And they're saying, my God is greater than all of your gods. That the God is the Elohim of Elohim. So what does that actually mean in our world today? Mm -hmm. So
0: can I ask you a question? Are some of these um, religions still practiced today? Like, are there people in Egypt that still worship the sun god, the moon god, the this god, the that god? So
1: there are people. It's very, very small practices. But some people still worship ancient religions. um, religions, mm. it, it does happen um, in some areas of the world, um, but a lot of people co put that down to now folk kind of mm. folklore, thing. yeah, folklore kind of things. It's like how how we've really commercialized the Greek gods, yeah, in Western yes. society, we've really commercialized them.
0: Well, like Hercules, the movie, and like Achilles, yeah, and, all of that.
1: Yeah. We've really, really commercialized that, and even with the Egyptian gods, that's mm-hmm. even being commercialized as well. Where it's not as much of um, a religion, but more of a folktale and more of a folklore. Yeah. And I don't want to bash anyone, but it's just things very small practices around the world that, that some actually still, believe in, it yeah. and it's not just like a, you mm. have you have major religions, and I would say those are very very small minor religions now. Yeah. Because you you have you have Christianity, you have Islam, you have Hinduism, you mm-hmm. have Confucianism, um, Buddhism, Buddhism. So we have five major ones right there. And you mm-hmm. can go, you can go into seek. You can go into all these other branches of yeah. different things, but I'll say those are very, very minor. So, what difference does it make in our world today to know this name of God? Yeah. What are the things in our own lives that we worship?
0: Hmm. Ooh.
1: Exactly. Probably a
0: lot of different things.
1: We we heighten things. Yeah but maybe it's, maybe it's sports, mm-hmm. maybe it's work, maybe it's our phone, Yeah, but there's sure. all these things in our lives that we'll be that we hiding, or there's situations that we put above God. Yeah. It's like, God can't handle this. God can't do that. There's no I way God can myself. get me through it. Yeah. And when we tend to start relying on ourselves mm-hmm. or rather other things than God, it becomes a very slippery slope. And we forget this name, because this name, if you look in Old Testament scripture, this name is used over 2,500 times.
0: Wow! Just in the Old Testament? Just in the Old Testament. Hmm. That's a lot.
1: 2,500 times. A lot of that comes from Genesis and Exodus. Mm-hmm. But this name has importance to the Hebrew people. Yeah. This is this is a big name, because what it's saying is, it doesn't matter the situation, it doesn't matter who is involved, and it doesn't matter like it doesn't it doesn't matter what's going on in my own life. God is the Elohim of Elohim. Mm-hmm. So in our own Western society, Wayne Fleet society. What do we put on the same level as God? I would say we put social media.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: People rely on it more. People, I think, start to rely on, say, social media or other social constructs more than God. Yes. We will rely on social media, work, other Mm -hmm. things. And we rely less on God. So whatever situation we may be going through, whatever outcome we may be searching for, there needs to be a reliance on God instead. Mm -hmm. And that's why this name is important. Because it speaks power. This name has power with it. Yeah. Because it's saying it doesn't matter what is happening. It doesn't matter what may be going on. God is the Elohim of Elohim. That he is the supreme one. Mm-hmm. Where he can actually take control. He actually makes the difference. He's the one that picks us up and brings us to places. Yeah. It's not these other things or these other people or anything. It's God. Mm-hmm. So when we, when, when we get to this point and we've really talked about this and that's why we mentioned earlier what's really important is that relationship factor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: The Hebrew people had a very interesting relationship with God but we have a greater relationship with God now. Yeah. Because we have Jesus. Yeah. Jesus makes it with Jesus the Holy Spirit It makes this difference. Yes. And so we actually have when we really think about it and this is I think sometimes frightening to us we have a better relationship with God than the Hebrew people did. Mm-hmm. And with the disciples who walked with Jesus. Huh. We actually have a we actually have a chance to have a deeper relationship than they yeah. ever experienced. So because of the Holy Spirit, because of the work that Jesus did, and because of the relationship we have with Jesus now. Mm-hmm. So what we can do, I think, with his name, this name Elohim, the one we're talking about, is deepen our relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you are the Elohim of Elohim. You are the God that is the Supreme one. The one has been there yeah. from the beginning to the end. Now we're getting to a different name, Alpha and Omega. But <laughs> there's so many things that we can kind of relate to God and be like, you can do this. Yeah. Why am I even suggesting it? Like you can do, you're the Supreme one. And that's what Elohim can do. Mm-hmm. And I think what it can really do is build confidence in us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Crazy, weird name. And what I think is really important is just that as we go into this series, as we're finishing up for the year, we're going to look at it some other ones and yeah. just keep it open mind to be like, well, I never thought of the name of God in that way or never thought. Cause you know, when we, when we speak of it, like God. Yeah. But these Hebrew words and names have such a deeper meaning.
0: Yeah. Because they're, they're more descriptive. Like, more descriptive. I don't think today we think of names as descriptive. No. Like when I hear like Wes, I'm like, well, Wes is like, the youth pastor or yeah. like this kid that i know yeah not like you don't have like west the
1: right west we the do or we don't, whatever we i don't, don't know. have that we don't have that but this name elohim yeah. carries weight yeah carries power yeah and that, that i think is a great way to kind of look at god
0: i feel like they're saying god is too big for just one name like he's yeah gotta have more
1: it's not putting god in a box Yeah. it's rather there's so many ways to describe god yeah so yeah
0: huh Cool. Well, thank you, Pastor Wes. Look forward to hearing uh, more about this series uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Wes, if you have no idea what's going on for the summer and you're like, when do I bring my kids where? Then you can email him at wes at com, or you can reach me at julie at com, and we'd love to connect with you. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Have a great week.
1: Bye.